Do not be conformed. Do not let the world squeeze you into its mord. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you this morning, you are either a conformer or you're a transformer. Last week, I began a series, and we're calling that series Toxic. And last week, we talked about toxic thoughts, how important it is that we guard our minds as it relates to the thoughts that we think. This morning, I just want to give you a few thoughts about toxic influences. Toxic influences. Let me remind you of what the word toxic means. It means anything containing poisonous material capable of causing sickness or even death. Anything containing poisonous material that's capable of bringing about sickness or even death. Now, let's look at that spiritually speaking. Spiritually, if we're not careful, there are some things that contain poison that are capable of causing spiritual sickness, even spiritual death in our lives. We talked about thoughts last week. Thoughts can be toxic full of poison that bring about spiritual sickness and death. But when it comes to influences, look at what this word influence means. It means the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. Look at that again. The capacity to have an effect. Now, it could be a positive effect. We all want to have a positive and be a positive influence on other people and we want other people in our lives who have a positive effect on us but far too often we are allowing influences into our life that are toxic that have a negative influence on us that are affecting our character our development and our behavior in a negative way and so we need to be aware of what some of those influences are next Sunday on Father's Day I'm going to talk to you about toxic relationships and don't be surprised if the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to you and say there's some relationships that you need to get out of now I'm not talking listen I'm not talking to husbands and wives so don't anybody leave here and say pastor told me it was okay to get out of my marriage listen your marriage may be toxic but God can heal it Amen. And that's where your energy needs to be going. It's allowing God to do a work of healing in your relationship. But what are some of the things that if we're not careful can be toxic influences in our lives? Now I really struggled as I was preparing for this message today because it would be very, very easy if I'm not careful to fall into a trap of legalism today. And you know my heart. If you don't know my heart by now, then, then hopefully it won't be long before you do. But my heart is not to be legalistic with you this morning. But neither do I want to go easy, too easy on you. Because I believe that this is a serious issue. The, the influences that we allow into our lives that can be toxic. Things like the movies that we watch. I know I sound old-fashioned now. 
There was a movie out several years ago and I had several people in my church where I was pastoring in Atlanta that came to me and asked me if I had seen this particular movie. It, it was a movie that had won the Golden Globe as the best comedy of the year that particular year. It was a movie entitled Hangover. How many of you saw it? I almost got you. A few of you put your hand up. I did a little research on that movie Hangover that some of my folks were trying to get me to go see. Listen to this. Did you know that the F-bomb was dropped in that movie over 90 times? That's, that's one time every minute in that movie that the F-bomb is being dropped. Not only that, more than 30 times in that movie, the name of the Lord God was taken in vain. More than 30 times. There were numerous references and not just references, but numerous scenes of sexual immorality and references of sexual immorality in that movie. So yes, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that all movies are wrong. I, I'm not saying and being legalistic that it's wrong for you to go and see a movie. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying that all R-rated movies are wrong because The Passion of the Christ was an R-rated movie. And I think everybody needs to check out The Passion of the Christ. But if we're not careful, the movies that we watch can be toxic to our character, our development, and our behavior. But not just the movies that we watch, the books, the magazines that we read, the music that we listen to, and as I said earlier, the relationships that we are in. Listen, listen to what the Bible says in Proverbs 25 and 26. It says, like a muddied spring or a polluted well are the righteous who give way to the wicked. And he's talking here about toxic influences in our lives, sinful, wicked influences in our lives. That if we are not careful, we can become like a muddied spring or a polluted well. Now, it doesn't happen all at once. The Bible tells us that the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. But he's not obvious in how he does that. He's very subtle in how he does that. Because what he does is he, over a period of time, he desensitizes us to things. He uses things like movies that we watch or books and magazines that we read or music that we listen to to desensitize us so that what used to offend us doesn't offend us anymore. And what used to bring tears to our eyes now makes us laugh. He takes it a step at a time. I, I was reading a, an article not long ago about child molesters and the methods that they use to entrap children and one of the methods that they use is called grooming and it's where slowly a step at a time they break down the barriers of those children the defenses of those children until those children are completely trusting of them and then they move in for their kill and that's the way the enemy does slowly steadily surely he breaks down those guards he breaks down those barriers he desensitizes us i'll never forget when mma first started coming on tv these guys that get these guys that get in a ring and, and ladies that get in a ring and, and 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 it's so brutal like they're trying to kill each other and i remember when i first watched when it first started coming on television and i was watching these guys brutal i mean just beating each other's brains out and all of a sudden, one of them got the other to the floor and pinned him and grabbed his arm. And because the other guy didn't tap out, he snapped his forearm. 
And I remember when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh. He just broke the guy's arm. He just snapped his forearm. That was so gross. But now, I can sit at a restaurant, have lunch, while watching MMA on television, and I'm sitting there the whole time rooting, get him in a pin hold, break his arm, snap his arm. It happens, doesn't it? We get so desensitized, and it's how the enemy works. I just want to give you a few things this morning to remember when it comes to toxic influences. The first thing that I want to give you is this, and that is that a little bit of poison goes a long way. Now, we know that because of a snake bite, because of a spider bite, and how that just a little bit of that poison can get into our bloodstream and cause, because it's toxic, can cause sickness and even death in our lives. A little bit of poison can go a long way. Here's what the Bible said. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5, he said, do you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? And then he goes on and says, get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Now what he's talking about here is he's comparing yeast to sin. He's comparing yeast to toxic influences in our lives. Jesus did that. Jesus talked about how that yeast is similar in nature to sin. Because think about it. First of all, yeast is small but powerful. Another thing about yeast is it works secretly. Another thing we know about yeast is it puffs up the dough. And then another thing we know about yeast is it spreads quickly. And what was happening here is in the Corinthian church, there was a young man who was in an incestuous relationship with his stepmother and still coming to church and acting like nothing was going on in his life and nobody in church was dealing with the sin that was in the house and so Paul spoke up and he said, if you don't deal with this little bit of yeast right here, pretty soon it's going to affect the whole batch. And that's how ruthless we have to be with toxic influences, with sin in our lives. I read a story, I don't know if it's true or not, about a 14-year-old boy who went to his mom and said, Mom, I'm 14 years old now, I should be able to go to PG movies. And there's a, a PG movie that me and my friends want to go to, would you allow me to go? And mom looked at him and said, well, tell me a little bit about this movie. Is there any cursing in this movie? Do they take God's name in vain in this movie? Are there any sexual acts or references to sexual acts in the movie? And he went through it and he shared with her, yes, there, there is a little bit of language. And, and yes, there, there, there is some places where the name of God is taken in vain. And yes, there are some references and, and there's some things in this movie, even though it's a PG. But mom, I'm 14 years old now. And just a little bit of that is not going to affect me. Mom said, okay. Fine. But before you go, let me go in the kitchen here. Now, I don't know if this, this story's true or not, but I read it. Mom said, let me go into the kitchen. I'm going to make you a batch of brownies that you and your friends can share when you get to the movie. She goes into the kitchen, and she begins to put the ingredients together to make the brownies, and then she goes outside, and she gets a nice big heap of dog poop and mixes it into the brownies. 
She makes the brownies, she bakes them, she cuts them up, she puts them in bags, she brings them back to her son and she says, here you go, son. Brownies for you and your children, to tell, for you and your friends to go to the movies. But she said, I, I, I must warn you that I did go in the backyard and I got a little bit of fresh poop, dog poop. And I put it in the, in the brownies and the, little, the, the, the son looked at her and said, mom, that's disgusting. But son, it's just a little, just a little bit of brownies. But mom, you've ruined the whole batch of brownies by putting just a little bit of dog poop in the brownies. Well, I think mom won her argument. And a little bit of poison can go a long ways. Here's the second thing that I want you to take away from it, and that is that just because everybody does it, doesn't make it right. Now I sound like your mom, don't I? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, guess what? Mom was right. <laughs> just because everybody does it, doesn't make it right. We looked at Romans chapter 12, verse 2 last week from the New Living Translation or from the New King James Translation. This week, I want to read it to you from the message paraphrase. Now, the message paraphrase is not a, an authorized version of the Bible, but it's great for devotional reading. And, and listen to what it says. It says, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants for you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out in you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Another translation says it like this, do not be conformed. Do not let the world squeeze you into its mord. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you this morning, you are either a conformer or you're a transformer. Which are you? Influences. You know what the world, you know what culture emphasizes? The world, the culture emphasizes infidelity, encourages infidelity, encourages sexual immorality, encourages materialism, encourages busyness. It doesn't matter that God talks about a Sabbath and how important it is that we take time to rest. Culture has squeezed us, if we're not careful, into its mold. But just because everybody else does it doesn't make it right. And then here's a third thing I want you to take away with you this morning, and that is that just because I could doesn't mean I should. Now, we have tremendous freedom in Christ. We really do. I mean, I, I could have gotten up this morning and I could have speeded to church. I could have broken the speed limit coming to church this morning and still been a Christian and still have gone to heaven. I could have done that, but should I? do that no I could eat junk food put all those toxins into my body never exercise and still be a Christian and go to heaven and probably get there before you <laughs> if I'm doing that I could do that but should I do that you see I could go into debt up to my eyeballs Buying things I don't need with money I don't have trying to impress people I don't even like. I could do that, but should I do that? That was the problem in the Corinthian church. Here's what they were saying. Paul said, you're saying I have the right to do anything you say, but listen, not everything is beneficial. Not everything is good for you. 
Not everything is going to develop your character. Not everything is going to develop you to be like Jesus. So just because you can doesn't give you the right to do it. And then he goes on and he says, I have the right to do anything you say. And you know what you do? You have a freedom of choice. These people had a really false view of freedom in Christ. They thought that but now, now, now that they were saved and now that they'd experienced the grace of God, they thought, now we can just live any way we want to live. And Paul said, no, you don't live in such a way that you put yourself right back into bondage. So he said, I'm not going to be mastered by anything. So just because you could doesn't mean you should. So pastor, how do I know what to consume and what not to consume? Again, we go to the Bible, and in 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul said this, test all things. You hear me? Test before you watch it, before you read it, before you listen to it, before you hang out with them. Test everything. And then he said, hold fast what is good, but abstain from every form of evil. So I'm going to give you three questions to take away this morning, and then we're going to be gone. Question number one, am I being entertained by sin? Can I sit and watch or read or listen to toxic things and be entertained by that? But pastor, it was such a funny movie. Just because it's funny doesn't make it right. And again, please understand, I'm not, I'm, I'm not falling into legalism this morning. You see, I'm your pastor, and so sometimes I, I've got to lay it out like it is. All the time, I've got to lay it out like it is to you. But, but I, I don't want you to think I'm falling into legalism here. But we need to ask ourselves, am I being entertained by sin? If I got up here on this stage and I told a hilarious racial joke, would that be funny? No. It may be funny to you, but would it be right? No, it wouldn't be right because prejudiceness is wrong. It's wrong. So just because we think it's funny doesn't mean that it's right. Am I being entertained by sin? Number two, is it pleasing to God? Is this movie pleasing to God? Is this book? Now listen, some things are really obvious. You don't get 50 shades of gray and pray over it and say, God... Is it okay for me to read this? No, some things are really obvious. But there's some other things that you're going to have to really pray about. And ask God, is this pleasing to you? And not only that, but am I pleasing you? Am I pleasing you? Watching, reading, listening to this. Because remember what we're trying to be, folks. We're trying to be light. We want people to see our good works and glorify God we don't want to be darkness and then a third question does this lure me away from Christ I know what some of you are thinking you're thinking well pastor I'm a believer I love Jesus and some of these kind of things that you talked about today some of these kinds of movies and books and things that you talked about they don't bother me listen to me just because it doesn't bother you doesn't mean it shouldn't bother you. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
just because it doesn't bother you doesn't mean it doesn't bother you. If some of these things doesn't bother you, then that should tell you something about where you are in your relationship with God. The enemy is being subtle, and he is slowly luring you away from your Father. He is slowly luring you away from Christ. He is slowly luring you away from your guardian, from your protector, from your refuge. And when he gets you away, he comes to steal to kill and to destroy. So what do we do? We stop allowing toxic influences into our life. If you want to get into physical shape, you got to stop eating the junk food. I know you love the junk food, the cheeseburgers, the greasy cheeseburgers and the fries and the milkshake and it tastes so good going down. But then later, there's indigestion and there's heartburn and there's bloating and their sluggishness. And you know what? Some people have ate that kind of diet for so long and felt that way for so long, they just think that's normal. It's not normal. There's a better way to feel and there's a better way to live. And some people have opened themselves to toxic influences for so long, they just think it's normal to feel the way that they feel spiritually. No, that's not normal. When you rid yourself of those toxins, when you get the yeast out of the dough, when you, when, when you get rid of those toxic influences in your life, spiritually, you're going to start feeling so much better. Amen? Can we just thank God this morning for His Word? Amen. We want you to come and join us here at Summit and Church of God. God is doing some amazing and miraculous things, and we want you and your family to be a part of that. We are eliminating the darkness in this community by being light.